In our sustainability perspective series, complementing the Sustainability Awards 2020 and the Sustainable Packaging Summit, we're sharing interviews with thought leaders from across the packaging value chain. And I'm delighted uh, to speak today with three experts from Tagleaf Industries about their vision for building a true circular economy in flexibles and labeling. We have Monica Battistella, who is product manager and sustainability advisor, Mario Molinaro, business director uh, for flexible packaging in, in the EU region, and Simone Baldin, who is business unit manager for Labels Europe. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us today. Um, Mario Molinaro, could I ask you, first of all, to start um, this interview by um, giving us an overview of the strategic challenges uh, that Tagleaf Industries is responding to around sustainability? Okay, so thank you, Tim, for, uh, for your question and for the introduction. Uh, first of all, I have to tell you that TI is basically looking with uh, a strong, let's say, interest to the new mega trends coming in the market, especially on the sustainability approach to circular economy. And I have to tell you that today, TI, everything we do is under, let's say, the, the sustainability approach. You know, we have created a, a set of initiatives that we call dynamic cycle to respond to this. You know, so the second point that uh, we see very, let's say, challenging for us is the dilemma between the food waste and the excess of packaging or packaging waste, as you call it. You know, so, and then our target is to balance uh, basically the 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 under-design uh, packaging with the over-design packaging to find the optimal, let's say, packaging solution, you know, so, because the target for us is to combine basically performance and high recyclability of the packaging solutions in order to reduce uh, the environmental impact and to be more sustainable at the end of the day. These are let's say, the main points that we have in front of us today. Thanks, Mario. And how has the, the packaging division of Tagleaf responded to the challenges that you've just described? So basically, Tim, what we did is, uh, first of all, we did the clear market analysis in order to identify all the segments uh, and the needs of the segments in the market. You know? so the second point, what we, after this analysis, what we, what we did, we respond to three main aspects of the packaging solutions that for, our, for us as uh, let's say uh, very important and uh, very critical and key you know in the packaging solutions one is the seal integrity of the packaging so to avoid uh, any contamination and to have uh, safety and protection of the, of the food the second is the uh, need of barrier so to achieve the proper barrier for that uh, solution that we need to respond and the last one is the in the packaging is the heat resistant uh, ability. So these three elements together are basically with these three elements we want to create the optimal packaging solution responding as well on the approach of the circular economy. Obviously, when we did this activity, the the other point that is very important for us and we implement is the redesign of the packaging. Redesign approach for us it's uh, an important element because. Uh, we may uh, discuss with our, let's say, stakeholders and understand which are the critical needs from them. And, 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 and we respond basically substituting traditional uh, packaging solutions with more sustainable and innovative solution to best meet customer-specific packaging requirement. That is the target that we have every day, that we do every day, you know, so in this respect. We have 
good examples available already in the market because uh, we start with the more simple segments, but now we go more and more deeper. So what we have is a wide range of uh, PP-based solutions, uh, traditional linear PP, that combine with our, uh, as well, high-barrier and high-performance product Extendo can really respond to the today market needs. So we go to replace uh, uh, alufoil, we go to replace uh, polyester, let's say polyamide, and uh, PVDC replacement as well. You know that is another high topic in the market. You know so, but not only in our let's say flexible packaging, let's say business unit, we have even uh, a possibility to offer uh, bio-based uh, solutions. Uh, that can be uh, anyway uh, coming from from renewable resources can be in the stream of uh, polypropylene or in the stream of bio-based and biodegradable products you know so in that case we have a nativia range of products but in that we respond with the variety of solutions that try to respond to the issues that we have today in the market you know so in combination with this uh, we have even a new portfolio called relife uh, that is transversal to the um, films that we produce because with this real life portfolio we would like to introduce new concepts like uh, post consumer chemical uh, recycling into the into the packaging certified iscc or post consumer mechanical recycling products or increase dramatically the reprocessed granules in the in the films this in order to reduce the amount of co2 and to reutilize the resources that are already available you know so always towards the fact that we would like to be uh, to offer this sustainable solution. So we have this package of solutions that uh, from our point of view are very innovative and very, let's say, strong to, to give the right answer to the, uh, the complexity that we have uh, in the packaging. You know, so just to conclude, I think that by far the flexible packaging is the most sustainable way of to pack products because the light of the, 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 the flexible packaging what we want to do here is to combine this uh, already sustainable, let's say, approach of the flexible with all, let's say, the other aspects that are recyclability and, and, and uh, let's say, the better, let's say, um, uh, performance in the market, you know. So the ambition from our side is going even over to replace the rigid solutions to be even more sustainable with our, let's say, performing flexible products. Thanks very much, uh, Mario. Um, I'd like to turn now to uh, Simone Baldin, um, who as um, business unit manager for labels, um, I'm hoping you can describe for us how the labeling division is responding to the same circularity challenges that uh, that Mario has just been talking about. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Tim. Uh, I would say that uh, being uh, in the plastic industries, these are really the challenge of, uh, of the industry. And um, as Mario said, for the labels as well, we have, uh, let's say, two main challenges. So reduce uh, the use of plastic and be sure that the plastic could be then uh, recycled. Uh, the reduce uh, uh, of the use of plastic is a trend that in the labeling industry is ongoing since, uh, since years and includes both reducing the thickness of the film used and uh, uh, reducing the weight of, of the film, so having film with lighter, lighter density. For sure, this cannot be done uh, just by the film users, but need then that the whole chain is organized through that. So then a lighter film, 
has to be converted and uh, should be then used in the application. Uh, so that's also the technological development uh, of the different uh, uh, markets that uh, helps uh, to reduce uh, the plastic. Uh, uh, the use of the plastic. And uh, the second point, uh, as also Mario said, is to make uh, uh, more recyclable. So uh, here there are different uh, segments in labels and every segment is approaching uh, in a slightly different way uh, the situation. Uh, we have, for example, uh, a PP label on a PP container that it's quite uh, easy uh, way for us because the different density of the two materials permit to keep the stream of uh, uh, polyester, recycled stream of polyester quite uh, clean by separating the, the polypropylene. It's a little bit more complicated when you have a polypropylene or polyethylene container. Uh, in this case, uh, also the other actors of the chain, so glues uh, and uh, inks uh, as an impact. Uh, and so that's why we try to work together with uh, the other actors of, of, of the chain. In this case, uh, uh, you, we know that the recycle stream tried to separate the label uh, before the grinding uh, of the material. And uh, when it's not possible, like um, a, on a shrink sleeve, where the, the sleeve really shrinks on the, on the container. In this case, we create a low density polyolefin film, shrink film, that could be separated uh, after the regrinding. So when the material is in, uh, in, in flakes, uh, the difference of density within uh, the PET and the polyolefin make it really easy to separate the, the, the two streams. And then uh, the last thing that Mario already mentioned is valid for labels as well. And this, uh, as he said, goes for all the segments, uh, flexible and labels and also technical films. Uh, we are trying to use uh, as much uh, recyclable material, recycled material into our into our films, and this is, let's say, our our first uh, first way. So, as Mario said, we have the opportunity to use uh, our internal regrain and waste material that is food approved, and that has an impact on the carbon footprint of the final film, or to use uh, uh, the post-consumer recycled material, both chemical and mechanical. And uh, I would add another way that is to use the biopolymers, bio uh, in this case, the BioPP, uh, that uh, also have an impact on, on the carbon footprint, so on the environmental impact uh, of, uh, of our film. We have to say as last that uh, uh, to do that, uh, uh, there's a, a, a huge work that uh, the company is doing because to manage post-consumer recycled uh, chemical and the BOPP, we are ISCC certified. So to grant all the chain that the things are done properly and all the products are managed on the proper way. And uh, recently we have also been certified as ISO 14067 for the management and the calculation of the carbon footprint and 1464 for uh, the guys, greenhouse gas emission and control. 
Thanks very much, Simone. Um, and uh, now I'd like to uh, have a word with uh, Monica Battistella. So, Monica, as um, Tagleaf's sustainability advisor, um, could I ask you to to share your perhaps more overarching view of the holistic sustainability picture that contextualizes the the challenges and initiatives that that Mario and Simone have just described? Yes, Dean. Uh, thank you very much for for the question. Um, you said correctly that Mario and Simone have gone through um, our products, our solutions. Well, our solutions are actually part of what we call dynamic cycle. Mario briefly mentioned that we have this dynamic cycle, which is, as a matter of fact, a set of initiatives within uh, Tagalif Industries, which is representing specific, uh, um, let's say, areas. The ones that Simone and Mario have introduced are mainly related to the solution. So our portfolio, which is already covering many opportunities for our customers. It goes from uh, uh, the use of bio-based resources, so coming uh, from renewable resources other than fossil-based resources. Um, we have our high barrier films, which are supporting a lot in the redesign approach. So in supporting our customer to redesign their packaging, and switching from traditional, maybe multi-material structures, which very often are not recyclable, into more sustainable because recyclable, because lighter, uh, because fitting um, a, a, an existing recycling stream. And last but not least, our real-life portfolio, which is basic, basically encompasses all the solutions that we have and which make use of uh, PCR, so post-consumer resin, coming either from um, a, a chemical recycling stream or a mechanical recycling stream, and uh, last but not least, the uh, reprocessed granules coming from our own production, which, as Simone has mentioned, we believe has still its own value because end of the day, it's supporting uh, um, a saving on the use of limited fossil resources. Well, this is our solutions. Part of the solutions we have, of course, the redesign, which is, let's say, copy and paste. It can be used for any applications that we have, be it flexible or label or uh, whatever, uh, also known food applications, for instance, in the market. But these come together also uh, with commitments that we have inside and outside Taglith Industries, our corporate goals, so uh, like investments, um, our human resources, our operations, um, they proceed and they make investments having uh, as a final objective their sustainability. So, for instance, if investments are made even in production, we look also at the impact when it comes to energy consumption, water consumption. So, it's, it's transversal um, end of, of the day. It's not only about the products, but it's about the company, it's about the group, how we can support being um, more sustainable inside and with the others. What we have not uh, mentioned yet is the fact that our solutions, they come together with the services. And uh, the services represent the initiatives that we have for our customers. Basically, when we support them in finding new solutions, it's not that we approach them by giving the name of a film only. So we try to identify 
what their needs are. And we provide a solution which comes along with some tailor, uh, tailor fit services, like for instance, LCA studies, so that our customer can be sure that the new solution is not going uh, to be, uh, let's say, made out of PP-based materials, but it's also more sustainable when it comes to environmental impact. So in these LCA analyses, we have different parameters which are taken into consideration. And for each of them, what we try to do is a comparison between a traditional solution taking into consideration the materials which are used in that solution and the new materials. And along with LCE analyses, uh, we have different collaborations with the main institutions which provide recyclability certifications to validate the proposal. So it's not, it's not enough uh, saying, okay, this is our proposal to you, this is the project, this is the final uh, application that you can achieve, but have a look at the impact that the new solution can have for your packaging. This is a part of the communication, part of the information that we believe our own customers can use for the final consumers. To, we believe this is an important tool because consumers are very often driven by perception. So what is perceived to be more sustainable is sometimes not really more sustainable in terms of number and figures. And this is why it is important to provide data along with solutions which are such only on the paper. And our commitment, our services uh, are also supported and confirmed by the initiatives that we have outside the company with institutions such as CFLEX, such as Reciclas, to name only a few, but we uh, are present not only in Europe, we have associations that we are supporting also in the US, APR is one of them, just to, make, to mention one, um, and different, in, different initiatives which are also local, so present in specific countries like Germany or France or UK. So we try to have um, a global view, a global perspective of what is happening in the packaging industry, having uh, as I said, a global perspective, but a local understanding. So regional understanding of what is going on uh, in uh, Europe as a total region, but even within Europe in the specific countries. We, we have been talking quite a lot in the last months about this plastic tax, uh, uh, which, which is coming up, which is being announced, but the way actually countries are reacting is quite individual. So we know what uh, has been, what was announced in Italy already last year and is supposed to, to actually be implemented in July next year. We know what has been uh, already announced uh, in UK and it's coming into force in 2022. So we see that there's a, there's a direction, but the way countries will uh, lead or will, uh, let's say, reach the, the final destination is quite, is quite different. So it's quite challenging. And to have a better understanding, we cannot be alone in our journey. That's why uh, we are very happy to be in collaboration and supporting uh, other stakeholders in this journey. And that's why um, we strongly support association, as I said, as a CFLEX or a C-Class, because it's only being together and coming together 
that we can actually uh, understand and, and, and reach uh, and reach the final the final destination. So basically, this is uh, this is our approach inside and outside. It's made of. Uh, uh, clear understanding when uh, we, we think about our objectives, our strategy inside the company, but having very well clear in mind what is happening outside our own, our own reality, outside. Thanks very much, uh, Monica. Some really interesting points uh, you made there. Um, and um, also building on what you said um, about um, CFLEX and related in initiatives, um, uh, I suppose you know anyone following sustainability and flexibles, and, and particularly uh, the big picture of what uh, CFLEX and uh, Recycle Asset, et cetera, are doing, is is, is aware of uh, a significant amount of progress that the um, the industry has made overall. Um, but Absolutely. we we don't want to um, purely um, congratulate ourselves and and say you know how how much have we done we're, we're great um, we want also to to think about uh, what the next steps are um, and so I'd like to throw out open to anyone of you who'd like to, uh, to talk about this uh, a final question which is where do you see the the upcoming challenges and uh, the next steps that we need to make in this uh, this ongoing mission and I guess we can apply this question both to tagleaf internally what what is next on your agenda and what you see as the most important things that you want to see the value chain as a whole uh, achieving in, in the coming months and years? So maybe uh, I, I can uh, try to, to start and, and give my, my reply first. Well, um, as I said, there's a lot which has already been done, but uh, there's also a lot which needs to be done. Um, we should not forget that a lot has been done in the industry, within the industry, but there's one important piece which is missing, and which is the final consumer. Uh, and to to be successful in this journey, we need to have a higher uh, involvement of final consumers in the under, in understanding what their whether what their function, what their position is. Uh, there's a lot which needs to be done in terms of legislation to have a better harmonization of the rules, fair rules. Um, a lot which needs to be done in terms of investments to create the, the real infrastructure for the collection. Let's not forget, if we do not have any collection, we may not have any uh, sorting and we will not have any recycling. A lot needs to be done in creating new outlet, outlets, value markets, because to complete the circularity, we need to make sure that this material which is recycled is uh, coming back to the to the initial application, so it, it's it, it's a big, quite a big challenge from from this perspective, and we should not um, forget that recyclability is in one important part of the sustainable um, of the sustainability topic. There's another important topic which is uh, not very often very often raised, which is global warming. And uh, all the actions that we are having within the recyclability concept are going to have an impact uh, on this aspect as well. But there is so much more than we can do about it. And it is not very, very often brought to the attention of, um, you know, of the stakeholders. So sometimes um, when people are taking into consideration the redesign, for instance, or the, the, the planning, the project of a new packaging, 
they are just taken into consideration. Maybe, you know, I'm using a recyclable material. Maybe I'm meeting the consumer's expectations, but they are not really measuring if uh, their strategy is actually um, also meeting or, or completing the needs to, to stop the global warming. Because, as I said, sometimes something which appears to be sustainable or better for the environment should be compared with data to really see if this is the best choice for the environment. And since most of the times when uh, decisions are taken, are taken because of consumers' perception, if consumers are not educated and they do not really understand uh, what sort of impact a packaging or day behavior can have. Well, it's, um, it, I don't want to say that all the efforts are lost, but for sure we will have much more difficulties in reaching the final goal. I was actually reading an article a few days ago. They have just made some masks, so masks that we are all wearing to protect ourselves and to protect the others from, from the COVID-19 spreading. Um, they just created these masks uh, in some material which is supposed to biodegrade in the environment. But if we follow that strategy, then I think we will all lose because the, I mean, if we accept that people are allowed to just um, dispose or just lose um, whatever they are wearing or they are using in the environment, then it's going to be a lost fight in my perception. So that's why I say consumers need to be taken on board and the sooner the better, because otherwise we are going to lose a, an important aspect of these fights. And being responsible even in the daily small thing is an is a important part of, of the game. Monica, if I may, thank you for your comments. I think they're very important. If I may add uh, just, uh, I think the education you already told that is a key element. Another key element for us is the collaboration in the value chain. I think that uh, because this question is our problem, it's not, uh, it's from all of us. We were all involved in this. It's not only TI that can save the world. I think that all together, if we cooperate and we find innovative solutions, we can respond to this problem. And this is why to be in CFLEX, to be in other organizations, give us the light, give us the understanding of the questions, of the problems of other stakeholders into the value chain. And that is a key element. If we want to talk more, more internally as, as a challenge for flexible packaging, I think that I told you before that we did a clear market segmentation from our side. And obviously, if we need to respond with our innovative solutions uh, in, in the packaging, uh, we need to consider that uh, some of these solutions require a very high, let's say, level of performance that uh, are still a challenge for us, but uh, we are daily working with the, our R&D teams and so on to give a proper answer in order to, to, to have a structure that is sustainable and recyclable. And that is our, let's say, mission. We have the ambition that uh, with our solutions we can cover, let's say, uh, all the segments of the the, 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 the market, you know, so it, it's still uh, it's still not done. We are working on it, but you know that is our target, you know. So and to do this, we need the collaboration of all the stakeholders, from raw material suppliers to let's say additive uh, to the converters, uh, 
and let's say brand owners, recycling companies, consumer. We need to be all united in the same direction to resolve these questions. And as Monica mentioned, at the end of the day, to change the, the, the or to reduce the climate change at the level that is sustainable for the future. I do not have so much to to add, uh, just because I think that being uh, this discussion so transversal is not really dedicated to flexible or labels. When we come to sustainability, the company has taken one direction uh, and is giving through the direction, cooperating with all uh, the stakeholders of the supply chain. So I, I absolutely agree with Monica and Marion what they said. And, uh, and I think that the same solutions could be replicated on both flexible and labels. Thanks very much, Simone. And, and thank you very much, uh, uh, Mario and Monica, as well, for, for your reflections there. I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Uh, you can hear more from Tag Leaf Industries and many other sustainability pioneers and thought leaders throughout the series of virtual sustainable packaging summit panels and workshops, which are available to uh, watch on demand via the event platform packagingsummit.earth forward slash join. So uh, thanks very much to Monica, Mario and Simone for joining me today. And thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. Goodbye. <laughs>